Welcome to the Iron Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Uh, yeah, I don't got a good pun today, but this I'm excited for these ones. We're talking about Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8 of The Bad Batch, titled The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. So, Stephen, there's no consequences this week for you because you didn't have a bad pun. I, I hate myself for even doing that. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know where we went wrong. We had all these great puns with even peel, and then it just ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but they'll Tom. start coming back as the season goes along because yes. I know we have to get into the episode. As we teased, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. As we teased last week. Yeah. These are phenomenal episodes, and I'm very excited to dive into them. So, Tom, what are we discussing? So this week? we we are tonight going to be reviewing. Season two, episode seven, in The Clone Conspiracy, directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written by Ezra Nuckman. And then the second episode is season two, episode eight, Truth or Consequences, directed by Stuart Lee and Damani Johnson. In both episodes, we have a synopsis of the Senate debates the future of the clone army while the Empire attempts to cover up a terrible secret. The thing I find and I love about this episode is they are discussing what is actually going to happen to the clone army and the clones themselves. Because now that basically their service is done, the empire is now starting to lay the foundation for their replacement of them with stormtroopers. Yeah, you know, in season one, we saw a lot of how Rampart was trying to replace the clones with the stormtroopers. and. I'll be honest, I kind of thought he had succeeded completely, right? It, it, it looked like it because he had stormtroopers walking about and like, oh, it's, you know, it, it's it's happening or transitioning over. They destroyed Camino, all that kind of stuff. But it's just mm-hmm. the prelude because, and it makes sense when you think about it, you know, the Empire at this point can't really act unilaterally. They have to go through the Senate officially. Right. And so Rampart's been preparing the stormtrooper program. He's been... Uh, he destroyed Camino so that he could force the Senate into accepting the Stormtrooper program. Mm-hmm. But they still have to vote on the uh, on the bill. And mm-hmm. if you you might think, oh, okay, a, a, two, a two-parter focused on you know a bunch of senators voting on a bill for the clones doesn't sound that exciting on paper, but boy, is it! good it is so good and it, this episode it doesn't focus on the bad batch at all in the first half the first half of the two butter you don't see the bad batch at all and instead we get to see this through both the eyes of the clones mm-hmm. now like like slip um and as well as through senator ryan chuchi so well huh. yeah 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 well you were talking about slip as being one of the, the clones but also there was another clone called kate mm-hmm. so which you know, anyway, but yeah, I know it's, it's Kate, 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 Kate Skywalker. Skywalker yeah, reference. Yeah. yeah. It's the Kate Skywalker reference, but I, what I really love about this is it goes back to the Clone Wars episode of fives mm-hmm. where he's in that bar 
and he knows there's something up and and he's trying to get help or just just something is just not working and the clones are just like you know what is going to happen now that it's over what is going to happen to us and i did appreciate that somebody in the senate side as you mentioned uh senator tucci was thinking the same thing because the empire basically is discarding the clones and if you take a look at the way that rampart is using the clones he's kind of when when the episode where you had to have gregor and crosshair i'm sorry not gregor uh sorry that's that's my son's cat but <laughs> cody and crosshair um go and go save that um that um uh what the empire guy who went to the planet yes uh got, yeah you, you know what i'm talking about in in the in the in the third episode yeah, in the third yeah. episode, he he's basically setting up the clones as being almost like cannon fodder. Yep, because mm -hmm. he's letting them do the dirty work because the clones are the ones that are going to. I mean, the stormtroopers are the ones that are going to backfill that, but they're not doing the dirty work. And here are the clones going. Well, what's going to happen to us now? Because it seems like they're they're starting to be less and less of the clones around. So what's happening to us? And it was great to see Tucci look at this from their point of view and say, we've got to come up with something to basically make sure that they are taken care of now that their service is over. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and Ryu Chichi, of course, we, we saw her from she was from the Clone Wars. Right. So yeah, it's great to see Clone her Wars. back again as yep. well. Yeah, like it, it does seem like the. The show is kind of doing, oh, here's the Cody episode. Here's the Gunji episode. Here's mm -hmm. the, you know, whatever, uh, the the Chuchi episode. But, okay, yes, it's a little bit of a, I wish someone would stick around for a bit longer or whatnot, but that's fine. It, it, it's still great. It, 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 it's it's fine, but but they're blending well. Exactly. I mean, exactly. yeah, to, to me, nothing is really sticking out. Like, like you know, the Genji episode last week. It didn't stick out as like, okay, well, here we're going to have a rotating person come in this right, week and exactly, have a story around it. Exactly. They did a good job of, of yes. that. And and so it's really cool to see how how much she cares about the clones. And she's yep. asking for their perspective. And she's fighting against the, you know, those in the Senate who want to um who want to just discard the clones or, or you know, cre you know, pass the uh defense recruitment bill so that they can immediately switch over to the stormtroopers, you know, without Camino, right? They're like, oh, we right. have defenses, and we need we need a new source of 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 soldiers, and so we need to train stormtroopers, basically. And, and it's new, a really cool, really cool concept. Yeah, and it's a new batch of soldiers that are going to be true to the Empire. Yeah, because the clones were originally true to the Republic, and as you've seen from a couple from previous episodes, the clones are now to a point to where they're starting to go AWOL. Yeah. Because it's not agreeing with their original, you are a clone army, you're here to protect the Republic, and something within the clones now that maybe the, the, the inhibitor chip inside them at a certain point, after a while, let's say, just defaults and just goes nil, just, just goes away, or just completely just, it, it's not working anymore. Mm -hmm. And now they're really it, starting to get a thing to where it's like, you know, they are becoming more aware that what they are a part of is not really what they signed up for. Is it the inhibitor chip isn't working or is it well, that we're past the point where it was needed? That's what I, I think that's what I was trying yeah. to get, get out. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it's fascinating to see more and more of the clones get pushed into situations that they just don't know how to handle. Well, we uh, saw that with Gregor. 
I'm sorry. We saw that. Yeah. We saw that with Cody. Right. Sorry. But initially, we thought that was the exception, right? But especially when you know we were watching the, the prequels as they were coming out, and even as we watched the Clone Wars, we always assumed, well, the clones they, you know, they the, the clones become the stormtroopers, right? But it's just new armor, right? They maybe right. they start hiring other people and they mix them in, and we never really. And, and even when some would turn, like, oh my gosh, it was the one exception that turned, and it's it's actually cool to see that. A lot of them are are trying to escape the empire, or, or know that something is up, or are upset. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not it's not just relegated to one or two clones. It's actually a quite a large number of clones. Mm-hmm. And um, and maybe like you said, Stephen, you know, it's maybe the the inhibitor chip has served its purpose, and so Vampire doesn't really right. care. But it is cool to see that transition a bit more. Yeah. I- this is jumping forward a little bit. I particularly appreciated the the uh, scene with uh, Senator Chuchi talking to the clones in uh, like the bar or wherever mm-hmm. she was, like trying to understand their needs. And the one clone is like, "No, my only need is like I just want to go fight stuff. Like I'm a trooper. That's all I want to do." Right. And her pushing, like, "Well, what about when you're too old to fight?" And it's, <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to rattle into the Karen Travis novels again, but it it was reminiscent of that, like. What do you do with soldiers that mm-hmm. have a shelf life? You know, right. what 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 is the plan here? And I wish these episodes had resolved though the that question to some degree. Like they look like they're about to get there with kind of Chuchi's proposal, and then it never quite gets all the way there. Um, but it's just such a cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, yeah, and maybe they'll address it later in the season as well. Um, but. I, I couldn't agree more with Tom and Steven. It's a, it's, a, it's a really cool concept to dive into and one that on paper doesn't sound that exciting, but is mm. so fascinating, you know, uh, it, to, to watch. And, and I, I think, get to, to, I'm sorry to jump in a little mm-hmm. bit. They're going to have to address it at some point because remember in Star Wars Rebels, when you came across Wolf and Rex and Gregor, they did contact the, uh, Im- the Imperials. And at some point they were just like, yeah, you know, and they were treated like they were quote unquote retired soldiers. So at some yep. point they're going to have to address that unless they just blow it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, all of this, all the politics side of things is in, in Chuchi's story is set against what we see with Slip and and Cade, where Cade, you know, starts to, he, he, he kind of, they open the episode with him admitting to slip that the the two of them, they were on, they were on ramparts, star destroyer, Mm -hmm. right? They, they, the detonator, they participated in the destruction. You know, they, they killed their own, they destroyed their own home and they killed the people who created them basically. And it's tearing Kate up. And we see slip initially to try to like stop Kate. And then when Kate gets murdered in the street, Slip realizes he has to do something, and he's the one right. who kind of picks up that mantle and runs with it, and and tries to find Chuchi and and get help. And it's just such a, I, it, it's it's so so fascinating to watch and so exciting, just to to see them. They're getting hunted by the Empire for mm-hmm. speaking up, you know. And but the funny thing is, they weren't just being hunted by the Empire. What surprised me when the assassin took out um, Cade. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Crosshair. It wasn't Crosshair. It was, yeah, it was a different clone. 
I kept wondering if the assassin was going to be Crosshair or not. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I'm actually glad that he he wasn't. And mm-hmm. it, that it I obviously agree with too. raises some very big questions. If like if he's not Crosshair, then who is he? Mm-hmm. Um, and who is? I mean, I guess we know who he's working for technically, but it's well, it has to be Rampart. I I I am assuming it has to be Rampart. You know. Yeah, that makes that, sense. That, that's the part that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, although, yeah, yeah, because nobody else or not a lot of people well, we, know we, who we see in the next community. episode. It is Rampart, right? Yeah. Like Rampart, he reports. Oh, no, it is this episode, isn't it? Because he uh, goes and talks true. to Rampart and Rampart right. tells him to to not just take out Slip, but also Senator Chuchi and to yeah. make it look like an accident. Yeah, right. Exactly. That is right. That's right. Yeah. So oh, let me just. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Let me Steven. ask you. So. <laughs> We know, so Slip and Chuchi have a discussion. Chuchi is focused on trying to get testif- uh, testimony so that they, she can block the kind of, uh, I forget the bill is called, but like the naval appropriations bill, whatever, for the new, the new army. Um, and Slip says he's working on getting off world and he needs to contact someone. Who did you guys think he was talking about? Or did uh, you know, like, as soon as he said that? The first time I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I was like, is it is it Ahsoka? Is it Cody? Is it Rex? I figured it had to be one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was hoping it was going to be Cody, and we get confirmation that he is in fact alive. Uh-huh. But it's hard to complain when Rex shows up. Yes, Absolutely. that was that was cool. And you know, we we learned that Rex has been he's been helping other clones try to escape uh, and coming back to Coruscant, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And he even has taken over Trace and Rafa's garage mm-hmm. um, to to kind of use as a base of operations. So I like how they're tying all these things it, together. They didn't even explicitly say, say it was Trace and Rafa. They just said two friends. Yeah. It's, it's and, obviously, and because, you know. It's Trace yeah, and Rafa. Yeah. yeah, it's Trace the and Rafa. The other thing, that, that moment is more than anything really drove home for me that like, this really was meant to be Clone Wars season nine. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they knew they were laying down the frame, the the pieces that we saw in. Uh, I can't even keep it all straight anymore. Like the the lost uh, lost yeah, season, the final seven. season, yeah, yeah, the final season. Thank you. With you know Trace and Rafa showing up, um, with the Bad Batch, and then obviously kind of capping Ahsoka's story at least at the time. Um, but like this episode, especially like, you know, the Bad Batch aren't in it at all. Rex obviously shows up at the very end. Um, but you can see like if if we'd never gotten Rebels, like if if maybe if Disney had never bought Star Wars, like this is the type of story I think that Dave mm-hmm. Filoni still would have been telling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Yeah, specifically like this kind of arc, you know, the yeah. this. And that's what I find just so, so good about this, this storyline is it. You get that you learn what's happening to the clones, but you also get this sense of like, you know, the empire's out for them. They're trying to stop them. They're trying to cover mm-hmm. it up. It's just so good. It's so good. Um, turning back to Chuchi for for a moment, do you think it was wise of her to just confront Rampart directly? No, no. <laughs> terrible not, idea. No, no. But I mean, it sounds might... like it was part of a larger meeting to try to get concessions out of him, and she was mm-hmm. already, you know, kind of butting heads with them in the Senate anyways. I guess from that standpoint, maybe, but yeah, she starts questioning what happens on Camino and I was like, oh, you're just sealing your fate there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it does. You're going just, to a place you shouldn't be. It does, I think, showcase that they don't have full control of the Empire or mm-hmm. of the Senate yet. Like, there's still mm-hmm. this illusion that 
Palpatine is the leader, but the Senate still has power. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chuchi is very much operating to that uh, modality, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I wonder even at this point if Bail Organa is operating in that modality or if he's already knows things are worse than they appear and he's just not sure yet if Chuchi is really ready to take that next step into, well, I suspect, I suspect it's that. I think, yeah. 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 I like how she didn't, she even though calls out bail as like, you know, as being uh, maybe not, not doing enough for the cause, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like, oh, if only you knew. (laughs) Yeah. If only you knew. I know we're all sitting here going, yeah, girl, you know what? You just, you don't know enough yet. <laughs> he He's fighting more for, uh, against Empire than you could ever know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he starts to reveal a little bit to her. And, you know, the Empire just, they they lied and said that the, you know, Topoka City was destroyed because of oh, just a big storm. And Bale brings up a great point. If you think about it, They've weathered how many storms? Yeah, over, over so long, and it just now just, it mysteriously is destroyed. You know, <laughs> and it and it's funny how the Senate buys it. You know, well, that's that's the thing that they. Totally I think a bought. lot of them are just doing the emperors. Like they're yeah. not. You know, they are they're incentivized to just go along, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because they're afraid. Maybe it's because they're getting some sort of kickback who knows but it, you know not everyone is of course like bale chuchi etc but so many of them are just like they're willing to believe it because they don't i think i don't think they want to believe the alternative yeah 100%. as bad as it sounds they don't want to create waves but I'll... yeah <laughs> oh. uh yeah and, and of course then that leads to this really intense chase where chuchi is almost you know, Slip is poor, poor Slip is 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 assassinated, mm-hmm. and and then Chuchi is is pursued. It's just a very intense chase can, sequence. Can we give points on. to her second bodyguard? Like everyone else in this episode takes a single shot and is down. Mm-hmm. Her second bodyguard takes a shot and keeps going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> he he. he 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 saved her um for sure like without without him she would have been she would have been dead host oh yep. yeah yeah uh and of course that's where we find out you know the, the assassin is is really a a clone and he kills himself he commits suicide has a little like electrical pill basically in his mouth not quite cyanide but you know the electrical equivalent the star wars equivalent of cyanide pill he basically fries his brain yeah Yep. Yeah, he just rises and, himself. And before that, he says he's a believer. Did, yes. did you guys interpret that as, is that a group? Or is he just saying he's a believer in some cause that we just don't quite understand yet? Maybe he's the one that the inhibitor chip could have been installed later. It may have been a fresh version of it. And he's under the impression of good soldiers follow orders. That's why he's a believer. Because if it was Rampart, well, it was Rampart who sent him. You know, it's good soldiers follow orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, yeah, yeah. And it's possible they they you know, did some special conditioning on the on some yeah. of the clones to try to make sure that they were especially loyal, at least until the stormtrooper program is fully up and running. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that Maybe he tells tells Rex that he's you know limited in fighting the wrong battle just uh, shows how much he believes in the the Empire for some reason. 
Yeah, and the episode really ends on that cliffhanger too, with just a true believer bites the cyanide pill, dies, ominous music cut to black. Like, so good. <laughs> it was yep. like, ah, I want more. <laughs> and thankfully, right. we have more. Um, but one of the things, and this is a you know, this is this is the first of a two-parter, but I thought it worked so well, and I think this proves that like the Clone Wars. Uh, you can jump around between characters and stories. And yes, it can be primarily yep. focused on the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. But I think it's actually good to have an episode with Crosshair where you know you don't have the Batch. Or an episode focused on Chuchi uh, trying to you know investigate what happened on Kamino and you don't have the Bad Batch. It's not to say we don't... The Bad Batch... I love the Bad Batch. I love Clone right. Wars 99. But the Clone Wars had the freedom to jump around to different storylines, different characters. And... It's at least in season two, the best episodes in my mind have been the ones that did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because it well, helps break free of the the same storytelling. So, but but that I also look at it as when it comes to this episode, they are basically finishing the story plot of Camino being destroyed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they are free enough to do and tell that story without the Bad Batch because technically the Bad Batch was there when it was destroyed. We know that. Crosshair was there when it was destroyed. We know that. But now it's like we get to see the finishing part of that story continue into the next part of the two-parter. And we can accept it without the Bad Batch being involved or Crosshair being involved. Yeah. So I, it, I, I, totally, I totally get this because I love how now with the second part of the, the show, you're going to get the truth out of what came out of, you know, it being... Camino being destroyed, and somebody's going to be con- uh, suffering the consequences of the action. <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, part two. Now, now the Bad Batch come in. And, again, I think this, it makes a lot of, it, it feels very, a lot more natural. Like, so very yep. similar to last week, where, you know, we, we actually get, um, uh, Omega kind of meditating like Gunji taught her and um, and you know got a nice scene where Echo reveals he doesn't like being by himself because it reminds him too much of his imprisonment and torture on Skako Minor uh, which I, I liked I like that that little yep. character mm-hmm. note yep and then Rex calls and says hey we need you right and this is exactly, I feel like, how they should be handling the mission of the week. The last, really, th- these last three episodes are exactly what they need to be doing. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Exactly. No, no, just perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it, there's a little bit of a stretch. Like, it's, I have a little bit of trouble believing Hunter would be willing to go into Coruscant. You know, he kind of has token resistance here where, he, you know, well, the Empire thinks we're dead, so it may be okay. But it's not like they're uh, particularly conspicuous. Or uh, mm-hmm. what's the opposite? They're not incognito what the, there's a phrase for it but like they're very recognizable is my point yes right <laughs> they but are. i'm glad they go anyway obviously. well and like, yeah like it's it's the seat of the empire it's the capital and you know so yeah i guess they should be a little scary but i also really appreciated how it the approach to coruscant is nicely contrasted with when we first see coruscant in the phantom menace you know and mm-hmm. in the phantom menace they arrive and uh, you know, they're they're celebrated by a giant welcoming committee with the chancellor himself greeting them. And, you know, Anakin, like Echo, has never seen a city this large. It's just an awe, but they're they're landing at the top of this of the of Coruscant and everything is bright and sunny and happy. Um 
And in this show, Echo, again, she's never been to a city this large. She's she's in awe. Um, you mean Omega. Sorry, uh, um, Echo. Yeah, thank you. That's I meant okay. Omega. Omega, Omega has never been to Coruscant. She's never been seen a city this large, aside from, you know, Camino, really. They land um, on Coruscant, but instead of landing, greeted by, you know, the Chancellor himself, they land way down deeps in, you know, in the bowels of Coruscant and, uh, you know, kind of in, in secret. It's, it's just a nice contrast. You know, it's dark mm-hmm. and it's scary uh, because it's a, very, it's a very different time now approaching Coruscant. I, I like that. Yeah. And of course, then they, they get to meet uh, Chuchi and uh, you know, Rex introduces them I, and kind of picks I'll, up the storyline. Steven? Yeah, I, I laughed really hard because there's a, a scene, I think it's with Bale, where Chuchi later says that, like, she's working on getting the evidence and th- she... It's a trusted team. She she has complete faith in their ability. I'm like, didn't she like just meet them, like, uh, today? And they <laughs> met. She met Rex. It seems like two or three days ago. Mm-hmm. That's a, a a strong level of trust to be offered to. Especially, especially from a clone army that at a certain point got rid of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is kind of putting trust in in you know an area too quick. Yeah. The the other. Uh, my one nit with this episode as well is I cannot believe they just sent Omega off with Chuchi with no thought whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Good point. I, I assume she's like, she's still supposed to be a a clone of Django Fett, which means Mm. she's going to be fairly recognizable. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's like still, and they send her straight into the den. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah. They then take like Chuji takes her to see a Camino in, and I was like, "What? Like, how? There aren't female clones. You have one here. There could only be one." <laughs> yeah. And and you would think if she is that much of a target, they would have her photo everywhere right. within the Empire mm-hmm. that they want her back. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Rampart himself did not recognize Omega was a little, a oh, little surprising to, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, I. I think it was it was still nice. I, I I liked how Chuchi and Omega got to hang out together and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. but yes, it, I I was a little bit really they're taking her directly to the Senate. Like I feel like they should if of anyone the batch would at least be able to hide as a you know imperial uh, clone at this point. Right. Yep. Um, but Omega is she's so distinctive. Like how... yeah, she'll stick out like a sore thumb because <laughs> yeah. of who she is. I mean, she also she gets into the Senate chamber as well. So right. that doesn't. I don't think that says much for Senate, Senate security, security either. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, and you know, again, we get some some. It's a little bit heavy handed, but again, I thought it's it was okay. nicely done. Where you know, Omega's asking about oh, the clones don't have representation no no they don't they're just you know mm. soldiers basically uh and kind of drives home that the empire doesn't really care and even the republic right that it was they were always a tool ultimately yep. they weren't they weren't really people to to the either the republic yeah. or the empire they were basically just soldiers to go do a job to sacrifice themselves for the good of the republic and like i mentioned in the earlier episode it's to a point to where they're doing the dirty jobs for the empire now because they are looked down upon. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So then there's the, there's, you, you, you started to mention this, Stephen, but there's the whole meeting with former Kaminoan Senator Hallie Bertoni, who again, nice returning face. 
um, that I thought it was a fascinating that they won. I don't know. I guess it's. I feel like I'm going to sound slightly negative. It, I think this episode suffers a little bit from an, the animated format and like the the target age group they're going mm-hmm. for. Not that like they're skewing young, but you know, there's like the whole follow the money trail. It's like, well, if it was that easy, like why hasn't everyone else done this already? Like it seems to have taken you like two minutes to figure out that there was misappropriation of funding happening here. Right? Mm-hmm. I. And part of, I think, my struggle is, like, we're just coming off of Andor, where they handle this type of thing super well, and I mm-hmm. really wanted to see that level of depth. Which yeah. Hey, you're, you're not, not going to see that in the animation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. You're not wrong, though. But, yeah. It, it's, and again, it's one of those things. I don't, it's not really a complaint as much of an observation. of like, yeah, I wish they could, there there was a capability to handle this differently. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish every show was Andor, and that's, mm-hmm. that can't be the case, then that's yeah. okay. I, I did find it odd that, so we, we, we get the reveal that Hallie Bertoni was removed. She used to be on the, on the Senate finance committee um, and she was removed from office. And what I don't understand is why, why was she removed? Like her, her yes, Topoca city and, you know, by extension Camino was effectively destroyed. Um, so she doesn't really have any, uh, anyone she's representing that much anymore, but mm-hmm. Did they kick her off the committee before the structure Camino, or was it after? I, I like, read, sorry, all your people were destroyed, but now you get get out of here. You know, it gets really <laughs> harsh. Like, yeah, I, I think my read was that they kicked her off the committee ahead of time. They do seem to imply that she's no longer a senator as right. well. Like, I why? And this gets to like Omega's question as well. Like, I suspect that not every species in the galaxy has representation in the Senate. Yeah, even if they're members of the Republic. Like, I'm assuming there's some. Like you, sorry, you've hit the limit on the number of people that are allowed, or whatever. Yeah. Um, or like you, sorry, you need to have a population of a certain size mm-hmm. in order to have representation in the Senate, like that kind of thing. But it, yeah, it comes across as a little insensitive. Yeah, to say like, the least. Your whole pop, your whole your whole planet was destroyed, and since you have nobody anymore, we're kicking you off the committee. Goodbye. Like it's a little. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I mean, that happened in well, real like, life, there would be outrage. Just. <laughs> Don't let your, uh, you know, your planet be destroyed. Right. I think right. that's the the message here. Also, she's clearly, she doesn't care for the other Kaminoans whatsoever, and, no. and maybe maybe that's why they removed her from office. I don't know. Um, but she she has she she flat out says, I don't care that there are other, you know, Kaminoans alive. I'm, you know, it's it's just dangerous for us to be talking, and I don't I don't want to help you. Um. I don't know. The whole, it was it was interesting. I guess it just I was had more questions than answers after watching the sequence, uh, especially yeah. when Omega just freely reveals that she is a clone. Yeah. Right to Hal yeah. Tony, yeah, the senator that, that from was, Camino. Yeah, that was. Uh, did you really need to say that? Please no. Because because you're you're basically in a spot to where you really shouldn't be saying stuff like that because. You may not know this. You are right now in the galaxy, one of the most hunted beings in that area, mm-hmm. and you spill the beans. You're a clone. And also, the yeah. right Senator Chuchi was also worried. I got the sense she was worried about Bertoni because she even had guards when Bertoni came in, and eventually she called them off and said, just kind of dismissed them. But I'm like, it is. Do they think she's dangerous or was she framed maybe for the destruction I mean, of Camino in some way? I just have many, I have many questions. I, 
I, think I kind that, of took it to imply that just she's taking guards with her everywhere at this point because she's yeah. already had one attempted murder against her. Mm-hmm. But That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. The, so the other half of the episode revolves around like the batch on their way to sneak aboard ramparts. Uh, I guess it's not technically a Star Destroyer. I guess it's just a Venator. But yeah. like it's like Rex talks about how he has a plan, but their plan seems to not like not get them very far. It was, yeah, like they they exit a maintenance tunnel close-ish to the Star Destroyer, and then they're improvising from then on out. Yeah, I guess, what, yeah. what, what could you do when you're trying to board a Venator? I don't know. Uh, Especially in the middle of, like, Coruscant, that you're supposed to not really be in the area. Yeah, but you're right. I feel like they could have planned it a little better. A little bit more. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like the batch does a lot of planning to begin with. So That's true. What, what can you say? That's true. And it's a it's a you know it it was a, a neat sequence and of course they they get the they get the data and they have to route power to the bridge you know to, in order to retrieve it which of course sets off the alarms and they have to hold off the empire it's a whole it's a whole thing <laughs> they start taking out the v wings with the the cannons which again kind of goes back to our point earlier in the season around the batch don't really seem to have any qualms with killing fellow clones if they're in a ship but if they're Standing right in front of them, they'll they'll send a stun. Um, I think it's kind of hard to sit there and send a stun, a stun to a, a ship. Yeah, technically you do that, it's gonna end up falling out of the sky anyway. Yeah. The sequence right. though, where they actually start to launch the Venator while it's still in the dock, was pretty cool, and the ship yeah. just starts to like slam into the ground. Yep. Yeah. It was very, yeah, that part I, I I appreciate. It was nicely done. Um. Also, okay, the there was a moment right before they they start the the infiltration where Rex shares that he's been trying to help as many clones as he can. He's been working with a few contacts he trusts, but help is pretty hard to come by. Who do you think those contacts are? Well, one's I, probably Ahsoka. That was my thinking. I yeah. I actually don't know if Ahsoka is involved at this point. Honestly, like we know from the Tales of the Jedi story that she's kind of. That's off her. yeah doing her own thing like we don't know the exact timing on it but my assumption is that she's not helping yet i i would be more inclined to think it's cody yeah or or well, maybe Wolf. Too. could be yep or yeah, yeah. kind or of one gregor. of the group or, they, or gregor one of the ones gregor. they see yeah. we see in the bad batch working together yeah yeah i don't know yeah you're probably right it's probably not ahsoka yet but i i would love to just get even more time, which is Rex, you know, I like just mm-hmm. do an episode with Rex or something and, and see, show us how he's, what he's, de- what he's dealing with. And I think that'd be so, so interesting. Kind of like we're getting Chuchi here. Right. Well, I'm he, just glad we're getting he, Rex at all in some. Yeah. I mean, I look at it, what he's setting up is basically, let's just, it's the star Wars version of an underground railroad for the clones who are actually going mm-hmm. AWOL. Yeah. To where they can get off planet safely because you know, they're pro. And that's the other point. If the clones go AWOL, do you seriously think the Empire is going to go after them? Or do they care anymore? Yeah. I don't know. You're you're right. Yeah. They probably... I don't know. I think they're going to be replaced anyway. That's, I mean, it's a good question, right? Would they... Would the Empire go after clones that desert? How, how much do they really care? I think if they were going to reveal secrets the Empire doesn't want revealed, they mm-hmm. will pursue them to the ends of the galaxy. 
But what kind of secrets at this point are they actually letting the clones know? Well, I think that's the, the destruction of Camino, that kind of thing. I well, think, that okay, yeah. that is true, which is coming up very shortly. Um, but yeah, but if they if like let's say Cody, Cody wasn't on Camino, so would they because he went AWOL and all the clones that weren't there, would they be you know would it behoove them to pursue them? The ones like Slip and Cade, that makes sense because they were there for the destruction of Kamino and they want to basically keep it hush. This is where the consequences and truth come out. But yeah, I mean, that that's a great question. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, my favorite moment of the episode, though, was... Here it comes. Well, you know, it was when the, the vote happens. And the beginning was a yeah. little risky, I think, on Chuchi's part, right? She starts Yeah. She starts going after uh the bill and Rampart without and making, you know, claims that he's dangerous uh and, and you know working against the Republic without any evidence before the evidence has even reached her yet, which is mm-hmm. it's a it's a choice. It's a certainly. choice. It's a choice. Um it paid off for her, thankfully, and the, they get the evidence just in time. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's a choice. Um, but when she finally gets the evidence, and we see the destruction of Camino played in the Senate chambers, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I okay, here's I love the scene, but here's the one thing that I'm shocked about. Mm-hmm. I really thought Vice Admiral Rampart was one of the better villains in in so far. Go in 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 in. Okay, I thought he was an outstanding villain. Oh, I he, he was. I thought he was. He was. He was. Uh, so much so that you didn't need to have Tarkin come in, and and I loved how they used him really instead of Tarkin, because if you use Tarkin the same way. It, it it would be overplayed. So you had to have somebody else basically take Tarkin, you know, that, that kind of Tarkin-esque, you know, cruelty and meanness and, and stuff. And I thought Rampart was the perfect person for that. But to see him go down Ugh. the way he did. Yeah. Especially with the Emperor coming up. I love... He was troubled. <laughs> Especially after the previous episode where the Emperor's too busy and it just turns out, no, he's just been chilling underneath the stage Absolutely. the whole time. He's just waiting for the dramatic moment to rise up. Yeah. Yeah. That was I, the gives you yeah, that moment gave me chills, right? Oh like, my it's, god! The Emperor has arrived. He was intentionally staying out now, but the Emperor has arrived and he just throws Rampart right into the bus. And it's the perfect excuse, right? And I think, right? I think the empire was the emperor is planning this all along. I, I get oh, the I, sense, absolutely. No, oh, yeah, I, no, I dis, I actually disagree with that. Really, thing. really, yeah. And like Hunter and like the batch make the same point. He didn't. I mean, sorry. Yes, the emperor planned for, for this potential outcome, but the whole point is the emperor wins this either way. That's if true. Ramp, if right. nothing comes up, Rampart's vote goes through, and stormtroopers get created. Right. If the evidence comes out and Rampart goes down. Oh, look, it's just more evidence that we need a non-clone army right. and that there's trouble out there. Therefore, we get stormtroopers. Like, no matter... Right. He's playing with, a, a like, a, a... What do you call it? Like, a coin he's, that's... He's, play, he's yeah. playing both, both sides. sides. Like, yeah. He's totally playing both sides. As he, as he does. He always yeah. plays both sides. Yep. That's his MO. 
and oh, it's just it's phenomenal. Well, where and, he's like, nope, it's it's. I can't believe what Rampart would do. Oh my goodness, what you destroyed Camino. Well, and, and uh, also, sorry, and dude. Also, also, I guess we need. I guess it's just we just need security. We need the stormtrooper program. Yep. Right. But but the, the other thing that gets me, the other thing that gets me is here's the emperor saying that he could not believe that the clones are actually following orders blindly. OK, <laughs> excuse me. What do you think Order 66 was? <laughs> oh, he knows. I'm sure the Senate doesn't know the details of the inhibitor chips. Like... Oh, God, no, but no, 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 no. But but it was it was the perfect, perfect thing for him to sit there and go because the clones are following orders so blindly. Mm-hmm. Hey, now here comes the new the the new heralded era of the Imperial Stormtrooper. So let's make yep. them official. I just love seeing this march towards where we are in Rebels. Like we're starting yes. to see some of the insurgent groups show, start to come together and show up. We're seeing the Stormtrooper program come into play. At some point, I look forward to seeing like TIE fighters and Star Destroyers become mm-hmm. like I'm sure we're going to get hints of that as well. Yep just all around just and like what a great way to end this do like duology of episodes like Mm -hmm. easily a high point for the bad batch absolutely for sure and and the fact that they they had ian mcdermott reprise his roles the emperor just made it even that much more yep perfect now i i have to wonder if it was was it ian mcdermott or was it like using were they using respeacher uh like they've done with like luke and and others to kind of make him sound uh, a little younger. I'm not sure, but either way, it was perfect. Can't complain. Oh, I can't, no, yeah, can't complain. Uh, what I can complain about, though, is that Echo's leaving, or seems to be leaving at least. That I agree with. Um, I think it seems to be leaving. I hope so. Uh, Echo, like I always felt like Echo was getting a little bit of underrepresentation in episodes, and mm. yeah, like having him disappear is. A big sad for me. I mean, I think maybe he'll come back, but I think he's, I think he is, he is actually leaving, you know, that, yeah. And it's, it was yeah, done I, in a, clearly the rest of the batch knew and they never told Omega until, you know, the rest, cause everyone else just started saying goodbye. They're like, see ya, good, you know, thanks for, thanks for working with us, you know, <laughs> um, you know, fist bumping and everything. And o- Omega's just completely confused. Yeah. And it's, it's sad because Echo is one of my favorite, he is probably my favorite character in the bad batch um you know we've always liked echo we we've we've you know we've we've he's been a kind of a staple of this show for all the way back to the clone wars when he first you know debuted and it is sad to see him leave and but it also makes sense in in the Mm -hmm. premiere he says he literally says he wants to go help his brothers rather than run and hide and just get credits. And yep, the right. rest of the batch wants to do that. And echo doesn't. And I, I kind of respect him and, for that because mm-hmm. that's the thing we keep complaining about. <laughs> but, but also, but also you, it makes sense when it comes, when it comes to echo. Yeah. He was part of the clone army. He was not the special group of five clones, you know, clone force 99. He basically fought with the rest of the clone army. It makes sense that he goes back to that because he is kind of out of place within clone force 99. They have a bond that he was never a part of because he was a bond with the, basically the regular foot soldiers that were over here. They were always a commando group over here because of their specialties. 
totally makes sense that he wants to go back to where he feels more comfortable. Oh, yeah. 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 It's sad, but I, I, I don't blame him for his decision. Nope. Uh, well, I, okay. I'm, do, do you guys think he'll come back? Do you think he'll rejoin the batch at some point? Or I don't is this know if he'll rejoin. Of, Omega, of, of Echo? I'm... I'm expecting as the batch decides to come back into the fold of helping that they yeah. will team up with Rex and Echo again. So yeah. I'm expecting like guest episodes where he like shows up, you know, and is there the whole time and then leaves again at the end. But mm-hmm. I don't, I agree. I don't think he's going to rejoin the batch as a, you know, every week character mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. I think he will end up helping Rex in whatever way possible, because for him, those are his, yes, Clone Force 99 are his brothers. But the regular foot soldier, those are his brothers. And that's where he feels more comfortable. And that's where he feels he can do the best good is helping them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's sad. Sad to see. But the episode was just, this this two-parter was just outstanding. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, What if you, if you're going to give the rating for the episode, because you are, what, what what do you think? (laughs) Who would you give it? (laughs) <laughs> I am giving it an absolute nine. My mouth literally dropped when Rampart basically was the foil for Camino. I was, my mouth hit the floor, especially when you had the emperor come up and use that to push forward his agenda of the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I never saw that coming at all. And again, I really think it's the it was probably the best way for Rampart to go down because he was such a villain of a character. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen more from him, but what better way to have the guy go out? Oh yeah. I yeah. so totally yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's sad to see him go, but you couldn't have written a better exit for the character. You really couldn't. So I'm I'm giving this episode a nine. And, you know, my nine Womp Rats, they're actually going to sit there and help Rex and Echo with getting the clones out who want to go AWOL. And they've got something planned. Why are they pulling all these clones out and helping them? And they have a hangar. Maybe they're, you know, shuffling them off Coruscant. Or maybe there's a hidden plan between Rex and Echo at some point that we may not know could be coming. But... The the Womp Rats are going to sit there and help him and whatever they need to have done. So, William, how about you go next? Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree, Tom. This was just a, the the first part of this episode. Was, the first part, uh, um, the clone conspiracy was just a. I just you felt so much tension. It was it really was like a, a thriller, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're 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 getting we're diving into the politics of the clones and how they how they're being treated. We have, you know, Slip and Senator Chuchi trying to investigate and figure out what's going on and what really happened to Camino. And and then the Bad Batch comes in in part two, uh, Truth and Consequences. And, you know, yes, we, we, we had our little minor quibbles here and there about different things, but they, they, they finish the investigation, they get the evidence, they present it to the Senate, you're going to win, and the Emperor comes and just uses it to his advantage it's just i still get chills talking about it It was so well done um this is the kind of episodes i i I love this these are easily the best two episodes of the season uh so far and it's a pretty high bar for the rest of the season 
as well. Um, and so, you know, it sets a pretty high bar. And, and so I, I would also give this nine Womp Rats out of 10. You know, is it 100% perfect? No, but it's just so good. So good. And my nine Womp Rats, uh, they, uh, the Emperor used the, the Womp Rats to take out Admiral Rampart. Oh. Poor guy. Not bad. Not bad. Steven. Okay, Steven. Yeah, I also have to give it a 9 out of 10. Perfect episodes. Um, really just, you know, intrigue, action, developing the universe. I couldn't really add anything else to it. So 9 out of 10 for me for both. Um, and I, yeah, my Womp Rats, you know, now that uh, the Kaminoans no longer have a representative, the Womp Rats are in the Senate, and they're going to start voting, obviously, in favor of Palpatine for all of his machinations. So there you go. Replacing Hallie Bertoni with nine Womp Rats. <laughs> There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, now that there's more Womp Rats than Kaminoans now, so they get the Senate seat, you know? Right. It's, it exactly. makes sense, yeah. I swear. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this was a, this was a fun episode, and oh, like, it's, like I said, it sets a high bar, so I'm I'm excited to see if the season will will top this, but this is just so good. Um, and next week, we have The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 9, The Crossing. So... Stay tuned. It's it's gonna be at least we don't, it's the mid season uh, uh, two two parter basically, but at least we don't have a break. So we will be back next week with our review of the crossing. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncanoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, the Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.